Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast. I'm your host, Lianne. And yeah, I am thinking that it would have been wiser to put this episode back to back with part one, which was two weeks ago um, about overwhelm. So make sure that you go back, listen to episode uh, 21, I think. No, wait a minute. I think it was actually episode 20. Uh, overwhelm part one. Um, yeah, over episode 20, because that will give you an idea on where we're going with today's episode, which is overwhelm part two and overcoming that. Because in episode 20, I really talk about the symptoms of my personal overwhelm. Maybe you can relate, maybe you have something different, but maybe there's something that you can resonate out of that if you deal with overwhelm. And so today I want to talk about the three biggest things that I have, I basically use every week, if not on a daily basis, to deal with my overwhelm. And I should probably preface the whole word of of overcome because I don't think I have actually overcome it yet. I feel sometimes I still allow it to creep in and that's okay, right? Like I'm still human working on all of this, personal awareness, self-awareness, growth, all of that rolls into this. But um, what I want to talk about are three main things that I do and that maybe you can incorporate on how to sort of at least ditch the overwhelm, you know, a little bit at a time. So uh, hopefully you have your nice warm cup of java or matcha, whichever it is or whatever it is that you enjoy. And I'm going to start actually as I sat down here. Um, I usually really try to do my solo episodes more than just the day before it actually airs, but here we are. And it's funny because I don't, I know that I need to do this. I know that I, you know, want to record my solo episodes and have them out and all uploaded, obviously not at the last minute. And yet... I pushed this a little bit further to the point of like almost creating a little bit of a panic in myself than I needed to. And yet here's what I've learned. Um, Because I always like to bring you some real life, like more present examples of how this all works. So the weekend got away from me. We were busy. And I I shouldn't say that. The weekend did not get away from me because that is an excuse that is um, allowing external circumstances to take control. In all reality, there was two important uh, Zoom calls that I needed to do on Sunday. I also really desired to fit in a workout um, and obviously spend time with my boys. Like that's sort of the whole point. So fitting all of that in, plus my husband was using the computer to do our taxes. Again, that is an external circumstance that I had no control over. But the the day just flowed. I was doing other things. And at like 8 o'clock on Sunday night, I'm like, oh my God, I need to record my solo episode. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. It's only Sunday. And so in my mind, I was able to prioritize, right, the things that are more important. But also I had written that down, the things that I really desired to get done on Sunday that again were a little bit more important to me and if you go back 
to, um, which episode is it? One second. Uh, episode 14, and that was about prioritizing your values. And so on Sunday, I did just that. I prioritized two important Zoom calls that I needed to do because they were with people that I uh, love dearly. So that was important. That was a value to connect with these people that I value in my life, my relationships. Um, and then obviously spending time with my kids, that was another huge value. So that was prioritized. And then my health, which is another big pillar, one of the main pillars of my, my values, my core values, which was my health and wellness. So I took my own advice. I prioritized my values on Sunday, therefore pushing back some things that I knew that I could. And let's be real, we all know, we all know what things are important. And when we look at the time constraints, again, that's a belief of what we have, right? How much time we have. Um, you, we push things back or we speed things up. We get things done when we know it, the crunch is on. Now, is that always the best thing to do that? To do that? Absolutely not, right? We can cause more stress excuse me, more stress on ourselves when we don't like give ourselves enough time. And yet I, you know, and this is where self-awareness and really knowing yourself comes in, in that I knew that doing the solo episode would get done. I knew that was going to become a priority because I valued this, um, I guess this business, this platform on what I'm getting out in the world. So I knew it wasn't going to literally slide off the plate. I knew I would fit it in and I prioritized it today. So uh, this morning I was like, okay, I'm, one kid is on the bus, the other kid is upstairs. Um, I don't know what he's doing to be quite honest. I think he's playing in his room because he does that. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go do this because I know how long my solo episodes usually are. I can fit it in now because I know what else is coming up. And trust me, I'm going to get to the three main things that you need to do. I'm just telling you the story of how um, I was, my mindset prevented me from going into that state of overwhelm. And so I knew that I had this time period where, again, could have went and spent scrolling or doing something that wasn't as important. But I'm like, okay, I've got half an hour. I know I can fit a, a solo episode in here. Here we go. And when I'm done, I will put Maxim on the bus and then I will uh, deal with whatever else I need to do to get ready for work. So you can understand the thought process here, right? When you, when you start to become very aware of where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, you're able to then fit the things in or prioritize better. And again, that all goes back to the biggest tip and the biggest thing that I suggest that you do when you're starting to feel in that sense of overwhelm of, oh my God, where do I even start? And that is a brain dump. That is writing stuff down on a piece of paper. Absolutely everything in your brain. So often we fail to start or we believe that we don't know where to start because our minds are cluttered, right? It's the same as a desk when there's just so much shit on it, that you're like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. Like, where do I start with this stuff? Where do, what do I throw out? What do I keep? And so when it's the exact same analogy, when you write everything down, 
and you may be like, oh, but I'm so good at keeping everything in my brain. I would actually challenge you on that. And okay, but where are you dropping the ball? Because yes, it is great to have memory, to use that part of your brain where we can remember dates and times and appointments. Um, but <laughs> I would probably uh, say that there's something that's going to get dropped or that you don't do as well, right? It's the whole multitasking, and that was something that I believed I could do up until recently. Oh, but I can do it all. I can do that three three things at once. You can, absolutely you can, but are they going to be mediocre? Are they going to be really well done? Or are you just gonna drop the ball on something? So I want you to think about that if you're, if you're questioning um, the process here in that, oh, no, I'm gonna keep everything in my head. I think because we have so much going on in our society today with you know, our jobs and raising kids and as a mom, like making meals or prioritizing things or doing the groceries and the laundry and hashtag all the things, it's okay to say to yourself, I can write shit down. It's okay. Right? Because when you get it all out on paper, right, dump it all out, your brain sort of relaxes. Your brain goes, oh my gosh, I feel less cluttered. And now I can make space to now take the next step. So the first thing that I started doing was writing out absolutely everything that was in my brain. It may not have been on the quotes to-do list, but it was all about just anything that I was thinking about. So could it be in a journal type format? Sure. Could it just be point form jotted on a piece of paper? I highly suggest it's not just on a random piece of paper because that piece of paper might just go missing. So have it in a book um, or a pad of paper at least um, and in a spot where you are able to uh, focus and that's why having you know, maybe in your home you don't have the greatest area maybe for yourself to just sit and write, but you need to create that or have that known for you. Maybe it is gonna be in your bedroom at, at before bedtime. Okay, keep a notepad beside your bed. That's okay, write things down. That is the very, very first step. The relief that you feel when you write everything down that's in your brain, do it and then reach out to me and let me know how you feel because it's the same feeling when you've gone through your closet at the end of winter um, as you're going through for spring clothes and you're getting rid of things that you're no longer going to wear wear this relief and this it's like the closet expands right because all of a sudden it's got space in there and the same goes for our brains so that is absolutely the first thing and you may go yeah that's that's pretty generic lion and i'm like yeah it is generic. It's a it's it's one thing that's out there that so many people uh, in the, this space of decluttering and time management um, suggest. And it's why? Because it freaking works, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is you have to uh, whether or not it's boundaries, ask for help. These sort of go hand in hand, right? You have to know your bandwidth. You have to know. And if, you're, if you've dealt with overwhelm, 
I am so aware now when I feel it coming on that it's like a switch has flipped. Like I flip that switch and it just starts and I'm like, okay, I need to take the time and figure out why it is what it is. And it's okay to ask yourself these questions. How else are you going to learn? And you need to ask them to yourself because only you know the answer. So whether it is under the category of setting boundaries or asking for help, that sort of goes hand in hand, right? So when you look at that list, you're able to, and again, it all comes down to practice. It comes down to being consistent in doing this. You figure out the things that just really aren't that important, right? These things that you had going around in your head for the last three days that you think or somebody told you you should do, they're like, I don't want to do that. That's absolutely not on my radar right now. Put it to the side. You can literally scratch it off, put it in a different column, create a new spreadsheet, whatever it is that makes you feel good. But when you look at the big scheme of it all and go, okay, right now, this week, scrubbing the floors is not important. Okay. Maybe you're fortunate that you have a housekeeper, house cleaner. Awesome. Um, this is one of the things that I really worked on was I would look and go, okay, does that really, does that really need to be done today or this week? It can, it can wait till, you know, another time. So looking at the list from a clean, clear headed perspective of what is it that's really, really a priority going back to what are your core values, right? So make sure that you go back and listen to episode 14. And so that goes along with going, okay, now what can I delegate? What, where can I ask someone else if there's, whether or not they're in your household, acquaintances, colleagues, friends, somebody, what, what is it that I can ask where on this list can someone help me out? So often we don't, we get overwhelmed because we don't want to ask for help. We believe that we have to do it all ourselves and that's bullshit. Like I actually call bullshit on that because I've done that myself. It's like that is a limiting belief or that is a, I wouldn't even say limiting belief, but that's something that's been ingrained probably from incidents in childhood where you've been, you know, maybe programmed to believe that you have to do it all yourself as women society has been telling us for years that you can do it all. You can do, have it all, be, do, and have it all. And I thousand percent agree with that, but you have to do it in a way that you are being vulnerable enough to ask for help and set boundaries and be so freaking self-aware that you, there's things that maybe you can't do, don't need to do, and certainly delegate to other people. So that's number two, right? That goes in with the boundaries of, of uh, asking for help and setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is the same, right? You're like, my bandwidth is at this point. I need, I need to do this instead. This is more of a priority to me. And then off to asking someone else or learning that this needs to go in a different pile right now. So just to reiterate, we're going to start with that huge brain dump, right? Decluttering of the mind. We got to get there. That is the biggest thing that when you can actually look at what you have down on a piece of paper 
and go, holy crap, that was a lot of shit in my brain that didn't need to be there, then you can start with a clear mind and say, okay, these five things don't need to be done this week. They can, I can put them off till next month. And here's another thing that when you get to the next month and those things are still on the list, if they're still on the list, they can probably be crossed off the list. When you start to really start to put things further off, you're probably just not interested in doing them. Or again, they can be delegated to somebody else. Because I truly believe that when we are doing things in flow, when we are doing things that we get excited about, that may be cleaning out the closet, right? When we get those urges and those feelings like, yep, this is the time that I need to do this, you're going to get it done in a faster amount of time than doing it and forcing it and trying, like pushing through the resistance to get it done just to get it done. And the final thing, and that's where this comes in, is the final thing is just take a break. Just take a break. Give yourself a freaking break, right? This goes in with the flow. This goes in with not pushing through the resistance. This comes with knowing yourself where this just doesn't feel good right now to do. Now, there may be some people out there that are like, Lyanne, that's absolute bullshit. If you want to get things done, you got to get it done. You just got to do it. You got to get the motivation and you just got to do it. Well, motivation's waning. We all know that. And I, I would beg to disagree because I feel so many of us are constantly pushing and doing things that aren't lighting us up because we feel, it all goes back, because we feel that we're the only ones who can do it. So if you give yourself a break, take a rest, meditate, read a book for 15 minutes, right? You're going to come back feeling really, really good because you've just done something to fill your own cup up, fill your battery back up, and then go, okay, what is it on this list that I really need to do? Or that I really want to do right now. And when you can pinpoint that thing, you're going to be more apt to do it. Maybe it is actually looking at the list and saying, you know what? I feel like I really have the energy to scrub the floors right now. Then scrub the floors because I guarantee you it will get done in a shorter amount of time than when you were pushing and saying, oh, begrudgingly, begrudgingly, is that the word? I need to do this. I, this is on the list. I've got to get this done. I do it all the time. Sometimes I get the urge to scrub the kitchen floor on a Friday night. Yeah, my the people in my house look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, hey, I've got the urge, I feel really good, and it takes me like half the time if I was forcing myself to do it on a day and a time where I'm like, I have other things that I need to be doing, right? So, so often we push ourselves to the point of doing things and thinking and wanting to be somewhere else. And when we're doing that, a, we're not in the present moment and we're forcing things that just we could find, again, the easier path to do. So let's just recap. And again, if you're just if you jumped in and you stayed for this entire episode, I certainly hope you went back and listened to um, episode 20, which was about overwhelm part one. This is all about overwhelm part two, which is what you need to do to sort of start to ditch the overwhelm. And number one, right, brain dump it out, absolutely everything. And it doesn't even need to be just the to-do list. I'm saying the to-do list in quotes. 
It could be anything. It could be just how you're feeling, right? So often the thoughts of the things that we think we need to do, then come the emotions of, oh, but I'm not good at that or I'm too stressed out to do that. And the thoughts in there that go along with that, those take up more space in your mind as well. And those exhaust our body, those thoughts. So start with the brain dump, anything at all, not just I've got to do groceries, how you're feeling, you know, what is it that you're, you know, wanting to do? What is it that didn't go well this week? What are the things that went really well this today, this week? Like celebrate those things as well. Go back to the gratitude, appreciation, just dump it all out. It can be a mismatch, mismatch, mash of everything on that sheet of paper. It just does, it doesn't just have to be the to-do list. So that is the first thing. Brain dump it all out. Thoughts, feelings, things that you need to do, things you'd like other people to do, things that you'd like to do five months from now. Anything at all and get it out on the paper. Then what you're going to do is you're going to reevaluate that list and you're going to say, hey, what are the things that I know that are our priority? What, how do those things, what are my core values and make those the priority, right? You know you want to do it for a walk. You know you want to meal prep. You know you want to make healthy bread, whatever it is. Incorporate your core values into that priority list and cross everything off, else off, put it on another sheet for another time, or maybe you put the beside delegate. And you don't even have to figure it out who it is at that point or when you're going to do that other thing. Just put delegate beside it, right? Delegate or cross it off or put next month. And then literally you have to learn to put those other things aside, literally write them on a separate piece of paper and put them aside. Put them aside. And from that point, you've now got this more prioritized list that again corresponds with your core values. Okay, now, what do I need to do to get these done? You don't want to flow. You don't want to hustle and grind. You don't want to force. Where is it right now that I'm feeling the most energetic? I know that sounds ridiculous to think that somebody could be energetic to clean the house or wash the dishes. It happens. It happens. Excuse me, I'm having my sip of coffee. Um, And so look at that list and say, okay, I'm feeling really called. And this is where listening to our bodies, listening to what our soul is asking us that we want to do, you know, those things, that's a good place to start. Are there going to be things on the list that you're going to have to just do a thousand percent? But when you start to get into the flow of doing the things first that really feel really good to do, do those. I said those things are going to get done in a less amount of time and then you're going to have more time to do the other things so reiterating for one last time brain dump it all out brain dump it all out every single thing that's in your brain declutter it's not just about decluttering the desk and this is the funny thing maybe decluttering of the desk is actually one of the things on the list right and so you're going to write it all out then you're going to go to step two Okay, if this is stressing you out, if this task that you've written down is causing anxiety or stress or pressure either from yourself or from someone else, maybe that is the thing that you need to do first. 
sometimes it is easy to, as the saying goes, to eat the frog, get the thing done that you don't necessarily want to do. I always like to go to, towards the what feels really good right now, but maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you have to look at the list and go, this needs to be done. Like, and that's okay, right? That is, you know yourself best, do that thing first. And so then when you've looked at your list, you've gone through, you've prioritized, you've put things off to a delegation pile or a next month pile or a never going to do, like literally black it out with a black marker pile, then you're going to, again, where is it? Do I need to do any of this right now? Maybe I need to take a nap right now. So that's the three things that I do um, on a weekly basis to determine and to really reduce the overwhelm. Um, so I would really love to know, like, what, what do you guys do? How do you deal with the overwhelm? Are you going to try these tips? Are you going to put these into effect? At least start with the brain dump, right? That's a great way. Just journaling everything that's in your brain out on a piece of paper. If that is the very first step and get into a rhythm with that, then do that. And if you get exhausted from that or that seems to be enough, then take a nap. Give yourself permission to just walk away and say, I'm going to come back to this. So I hope that you've loved this episode. Again, um, go back and listen to episode 20 um, as well as episode 14. That's prioritizing your core values. But um, maybe you don't have overwhelm and I could absolutely amazing. Um, but maybe there's other little tidbits in here that you can put into effect this week. So that's it, my friends, and we will see you next week with another episode of the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shiftworker and on Instagram at Lianne McGaughy. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.